It's the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. A fine pair brought to you by Shane Holmes. Paired homes that keep your neighbor's noise on their side. It's Thursday, October 13th, 2022. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. We have the fancy new... Um, Intro with Shane Holmes mentioned there and stuff, so I don't think I have to mention them here, but thank you to Shane Holmes for the support on the piss cast. Hell yeah. Uh, how are you doing today, Shauna? I'm doing great, thank you. Yeah, feeling good. We had a fun show. Yeah. I want to make a shout out if I can right off the hop. Okay. Uh, so I was at the gym the other day. I work out at two gyms. One of them is MNP Community and Sports Center just behind the station here. Yep. Formerly known as Repsol Sports Center, formerly known as the Talisman Center, formerly known as Lindsay, Lindsay Park. Park. Yeah. It's now called MNP. And uh, there was a woman who stopped me in the gym. Her name is Sarah. Big fan of the show and the podcast. Sweet. She was standing there talking to one of the trainers, Shay. So I chatted with them for a bit. And Sarah said that she is a huge fan of the Terry segments. Nice. Um, she said to the point where she even catches herself talking like Terry these days. Oh, good. So that, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad I'd thing. I'd say that's a good thing, you know? <laughs> the show is actively dumbing you down mm-hmm. by, by the sounds of it that's what we do we actually talk a bit about that on today's show and terry gets a couple of mentions as well he so does. sarah you'll like that um we talk about becoming famous for kind of one thing the cost of blink 182 tickets spoiler it's a lot yeah auto gratuities built-in tips on the bill we're going to talk about our new premiere and the controversial thing she said this week a word i don't like a word Shauna finds hilarious. Mm-hmm. First, you're out of context clip of the show. Wiener, wiener, wiener. B and S in 20 minutes or less. You and I were cracking up on the show last week because you had, was it the town of Vagerville? Vagerville. You ended up on their website. I stumbled across Vagerville's news website and my God. <laughs> the stories are just very. Super s- small town. Yeah, very slow They named story. a guy by name saying he was retiring from the city. Like, just first, first name. name. First Not name Not last, only. just first. Like, Larry retired last week. And I was like, this is this is the news of Eggerville. I love, man, small town news. It'd be so much fun to do. And oh we got a message God. in front of the show, Carmen, who said she married a guy from Oxbow, Saskatchewan. Yeah. And in town, they have a, a birthday list. Yes. So when you move to town or when you marry into the into, into the family of someone from town, you get added to the to the master birthday list in town. Yeah. And we've started this new segment <laughs> called Small Town News, really. And this is just exactly ripe that. for it. Good evening. Our top story tonight. Tracy is celebrating her 45th birthday. Tracy is married to Ed and Arlene's oldest son, Doug. He's the one with the lazy eye. The Legion is reminding residents to take off their hats and refrain from swearing at the monthly meat draw and bingo night this Saturday. The Legion will also no longer be providing dabbers, so Judith reminds you to bring your own. An investigation is underway into an act of vandalism in town as someone spray-painted Grad 2023 on the muffler shop. Police believe the culprits are likely part of the graduating class of 2023. And Lorraine got a new set of jugs. Terry is asking for anyone with information to call him with the details or send photos. <laughs> the BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. In case anybody's wondering if I'm still extremely immature, I am. Uh, I heard somebody talking about Senator Weiner yesterday, and I giggled. <laughs> senator Weiner is a—he's a senator in California, and he's not the first Weiner, of course. No, there was Anthony. Anthony Weiner. Uh huh. Yeah. Nor will he be the last, but Senator Weiner just has a great ring to it, and I heard it. it was like, I'm sorry. This is Senator Scott Weiner. Senator Scott Weiner. Yeah. 
We, you know, Scott Wiener is a funny oh, ass name. Oh man, like Wiener is a fairly popular last name, and I have to say, it would be a tough one to have getting through school. You know, like, and then to voluntarily go into politics as the like, senator how do you Wiener. Win? How do you ever win with the name Wiener? I'm wondering if that's why. Maybe it works for them. Because people will not forget Senator Wiener. Like, just even saying it sounds good. Senator Wiener. Like, you're trying to figure out how to vote for it. Well, I don't know any of them, but Senator Wiener sounds funny, so let's go with him. But even saying, I'm voting for Wiener. I know. You this is... <laughs> I want Wiener. Yep. You can't say that. Nope, there's no taglines that you can really have with Wiener, like you know? You, you like, think about, like, the slightest slips of the tongue that politicians make that can, like, tank their campaigns. Yep. And yet you could win when your sign says Wiener in big letters. Wiener, wiener for Wiener! You're standing under a sign that says Wiener. Wiener! 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 <laughs> How do you ever win? How do you... I, I honestly think it. it's That's because of that. I think it's because of immature people like me. I swear to you, okay? Like, so they don't even know what they're voting for. No, they just see the name Wiener so on I the just ballot. Say, yeah, oh, they just That's like, funny. Nah, I don't know. Wiener, because that's your name. Funny. Senator Wiener has a nice ring to it. That's it, honestly. Although I was reading into it a little bit. Uh, Wiener actually means wine merchant. That's what it means. Oh, does it? From so the it's German Wien. Not... Oh, hang on a second. Etymology yeah. with Shauna. So it has nothing to do with wieners, um, it's shockingly. A, it's an occupational last it's name. It's an occupational last name. It means wine merchant. So it was actually kind of a cool occupation, too, but nobody can get past the, name, the fact that your name is Wiener. So. Unless you're German. They're just and like, then, that's so funny. Yeah, they're like, I don't... <laughs> the, the word Wiener, by the way, uh, meaning hot dog, it comes from a different origin. Now, look, this is kind of interesting as well. It comes from uh, Wienerwurst, which just means Vienna sausage. Wiener means of Viennese origin or, or from Vienna, and Wurst just means sausage. So I guess okay. in Germany today, the sausage is still known as Wienerwursten, which just means small sausage from Vienna. Well, that's still funny. It's but. still funny, but yeah, <laughs> Senator Wiener. I'm sorry, just... Getting a Wiener chant going at their campaign. Stop. Wiener, 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 Wiener. with Shauna. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. I heard a word yesterday that I don't like. Mm-hmm. Actually, I was the one who used it. It left my okay. lips and I was like, no, I don't like the way that felt. So you're calling yourself out on this one? Yep. Yeah. So we have company in this weekend and McKenna had to pick them up at the airport last night. Uh, and she was wondering when she had to be there by. And I said, well, you know, by the time they deplane... It's like, nah, nah, I don't like the word deplane. Don't like it. Why did you use the word deplane? I I don't know. It's weird. By the time they, I should have said, by the time they get their bags. Or like the time. What is it? By the time they get off the plane. By the time they deplane, I was like, do I do I work in the airline industry? Like, it's an odd term to use. It is, and it's too like. I think the reason I I don't like it is because it's too like jargony. Sure is. It's almost a bit like travel snobbish Mm -hmm. when someone says it. Oh, we yeah. had to deplane. Ooh, look at you. Yeah, I've never look heard anybody you. else use that term except for you, so that's weird. <laughs> Didn't like it. Don't you know why I did. You were the pilot, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're just waiting until we deplane. Yeah. Oh, we're going to deplane, are we? Yeah. I, we don't have like a parallel term for leaving anything else, really. I mean, there's the term disembark, yes. which is nautical. Mm-hmm. You're getting off a ship, you disembark at port. Yep. But nothing else. Like, you know, you don't decar. If you're taking the bus into work, you don't debus. Another word that you don't really use that they use on the air on the airplanes is stow. Stow, I yeah. Don't, I don't stow like, your bags. I, I will. I never say that in real life, but stow your bags. Please stow your carry on. <laughs> yeah, that's a real. 
Airline industry one, too. They do. They have weird jargon. Stow your bags. Stow uh-huh. yourself right over here by me. Yeah, what? I just, yes, just stole that, stow that bowl I'd up in the upper cabinet there. I'd say toss it in, whatever, yeah, like stow, no. Stow and deplane. Don't mm-hmm. like deplane. I'm no. going to try out some different ones. I'm going <laughs> to go debum this dump here right away. No. So, <laughs> I think, I don't know about that one. How do you feel about that one, Sean? I know. Is it better or worse than deplane? I think that's... <laughs> That's worse, yeah. You say you were going to de-bum a dump? Yeah, you're exactly de-bumming what? what? <laughs> the BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. I walked by some quote-unquote smart pills yesterday at the drugstore, and I got thinking about those because those are pills that claim they make you smarter. They're called smart pills. There's different varieties of them, but I was like... I've never heard of this. With smart pills? No. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, they're really in the drugstore. haven't been taking them. I mean, if you listen to the show... <laughs> I don't mean either. Well, this is... Maybe I should be, but I, I did. I stopped and paused. I was like, I need to be smarter. So, but I was like, is this actually a thing? How does a pill just change your brain? You know, make make it fire on all cylinders. Like, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me that you can just pop something and it's like, oh, yeah, now we're smarter. Look at that. No, it doesn't make sense. Like, does it help you focus? Well, is it like just a shot of caffeine? So this is the thing. To I, temporarily restore mental alertness and wakefulness? Yeah. Like, well, that was nailed it. Um, have, have you re- From the Red Bull commercials. I was about to say yeah. <laughs> Red Bull or I was going to say your, your pre-workout. But um, I got reading a bit about them and it appears as though there are some studies that show they work. And they say, though, only if you're overtired. Okay. So, so if you're feeling fine and feeling fresh. And not doesn't really help you but if you are tired so i guess a lot of you know university and college students will take these to concentrate for exams because they want to stay up all night and whatever and it does help a little bit if you are overtired to help you concentrate a bit more but i was like is that the same then like adderall or those types of drugs i know you can't just go and grab those right you need them for adhd but i was like i know there are some college students who will try and get some adderall or something to focus and Just so you like zone in on your work yeah. for as long as you need to. Which is interesting. I mean, yeah. I know a dude who got through, he was taking like speed, which I. What is speed? Is I was, speed like a type of meth? I I don't know exactly, but I was just about to say, I think that's better than speed because that is what you hear of, right? Is people trying to do speed to get through college, which that's not helpful. Yeah, I know a guy who did. He like worked full time and wow. went to school full time and was just on speed the whole time. So Yeah, I didn't know about these smart pills back when I was in university. I would just hammer back Red Bull and coffee and two liter pop bottles. I'd just chug straight back from those and go through a whole bunch of caffeine to stay up. Like that's how I did it. Yeah. Also not healthy, but probably better than hard drugs, I'd assume. <laughs> I would think, yeah, if you have to pick an evil there. Yeah. Probably the one that you can get like, <laughs> they the corner w- store. They'd be selling chocolate covered coffee beans, you know, at all the different places on campus because they just do. They're like anything that gives people a pop of something to keep them awake. That's what we need to sell. We should try these smart pills. I, I mean, I don't, I don't do use any caffeine in the morning or anything. I know you do. Mm-hmm. I just come in high on life, just like okay. You just, pop a whole bunch of pre workout <laughs> before though, I go so. to the gym. That's just to get cranked, mm-hmm, though. Mm. I come in here and I'm ready to go. I'm that high on life. That has a lot more caffeine than my coffee <laughs> does. Okay, so we should try these smart pills, though. I just picture the show is going to sound like that scene in Wizard of Oz where the scarecrow gets his brain, <laughs> where he's like. 
The square root of an isosceles triangle is equal to the... <laughs> That's going to be you and me if we take these smart pills. Okay, but do we have to make sure... Like, smart pills, not speed. Okay, just to clarify. <laughs> B and S in 20 minutes or less. Mentioned this briefly in the news, but our new premier, Danielle Smith, is already uh, in some hot water. Ruffling some feathers? Two days into the job. Yeah. Uh, she said the other day that she thought the unvaccinated were the most discriminated against group that she's seen in her lifetime. Yeah. And then yesterday, she issued some clarifying statements saying that she didn't intend to trivialize the discrimination faced by certain minority groups and that mm. her people would be reaching out to those groups in the community. And uh, needless to say, this is, as you said, Shauna, uh, ruffled some feathers. Yes. Uh, we didn't talk about this yesterday. Some, I know sometimes when you work in this business, when you work in media, like the speed at which you respond to these stories is kind of important. Like. You know, something happens yeah. and then you have to react right away. But I don't know. I always think, like, you can have a clearer take if you sit on it for a bit and think about it. Organize your thoughts. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes it takes me a day or two to be like, okay, what what do I really think about this? And well, when you talk about it right off the bat, too, everybody kind of has the same take because you haven't had the chance to think deeper into it and what you really think about it or what really is going on, right? So. And I think many people reacted to that that statement the same way, kind of like, what? Yeah. Um, I'm on record throughout the pandemic is saying that I think that the the mandates were a mistake. Mm-hmm. Um, there's plenty of old podcasts where we talk about this and uh, I didn't, I didn't agree with it then. I don't agree with it now mandating vaccines and kind of the hoops that we made people jump through who weren't vaccinated. That said, I, Danielle Smith is incorrect in this, in this case. I mean, there are it's, plenty I mean, of groups in her lifetime yes. that were more discriminated. I, th- I mean, it's immediately jumped to mind were indigenous people. Of I course. think it's a real slap in the face to them. Yep. But even, you know, like LGBTQ people, like they yep. f- have faced more discrimination within Danielle Smith's lifetime. She was born in 1971. Absolutely. Yeah, it's not that she said they're discriminated against, that she said that they were the most discriminated against is yes. what upset people, right? The like, most. The most, which is absolutely untrue, as you said, and that's why people are angry. So, And I think even if you, you know, and I said I'd, I'd try to give Danielle Smith a fair shake here as premier, because I try to do that with every new politician that yep. we get in power. Even if you were to take the most generous interpretation of what she said, yeah. and you think, okay, maybe she's speaking just about in her adult life, just about in Canada, and you put all these qualifiers on her statement, keeping yeah. in mind that a politician needs to be more careful with their words than that. Even if you, even if you think that she is right, and I don't, you made an interesting point when we first heard these comments, Jonna. It's deliberately inflammatory. That's the thing. Like, no matter what she was saying, as you said, if there was some ground, even like a little hair of it, of, of truth to it, she clearly was saying it in a way that's deliberately trying to fire people up. There is no ifs, ands, or buts about that, right? Especially, as you said, as a politician who... Politicians know that they have to say things in a certain way. She mm-hmm. purposely said it this way to fire people up. Yeah, even if you think she's right, which I don't, doesn't matter. It's needlessly divisive, and you're opening your time in office Mm -hmm. with with something that you know is just going to like. Most people have moved on from the vaccine mandate stuff. You know, most people. It's like even people like me who thought that it was crap. Yeah, have kind of moved on. Yeah, and then you're just like, oh, my first day in office. Let's get this one going again. Let's just like, put this fork in it right now. <laughs> yeah, right here. Yeah. DNS in 20 minutes or less. I was out for dinner this past weekend and there was an autograd on the bill. That's um, the, the, the tip that's built in. The tip that's built in. Uh, and nobody told us this. 
So we all set settled up and then realized that we basically tipped forty percent. Man, I have heard of this happening mm-hmm. lately. Um, because the autograph was usually for large parties yes. where they would automatically they'd put a eighteen percent gratuity yep. if you had more than ten people at your table or whatever. But they'd always tell you. Yes. And I've heard of places, you know, since COVID automatically adding a gratuity to the bill and not telling people. Yes. No, we were a bigger group. So we, yeah, there were six of us, I think. So we were like, okay, it makes sense. But nobody, nobody told us. You, you have to tell people at that point. Like, especially, you know, we're all talking away and trying to settle up quickly for the server's sake and mm-hmm. didn't look. And all of a sudden I was just like, are you serious? In my opinion, that should be considered fraud. Yeah. Because you're, you're charging somebody and not telling them about it. Mm-hmm. I know. It's funny because this used to happen in Vegas, and I think it intentionally happens in Vegas and has for years. And I think they just know that, first of all, you're in Vegas, you're ready to throw some money around, and maybe you're drinking and don't quite notice. But uh, my boyfriend and I used to stay at the same place, and we'd go and wind up at the pool every afternoon, and we'd always pay the bill there. And it was three years later that we realized that we were paying on top of an autograph. So we were paying 40% tips for three years of going to that same place. That is so greasy. Like, you're essentially stealing from people. And not one server ever mentioned it. That's the thing. And we had several, obviously, over that time. And I was like, nobody bothered to say, by the way, there's auto gratuity on these bills. Like, And here's my question. If you're going to put an automatic tip on the bill, why not just raise your prices Yes, and pay the server a little bit more? Why not just do that? And with those bills, when we found out later, but it's the tiniest print at the bottom because I forget why finally I was like, oh, wait, I think they overcharged something. And then I'm reading through and it was so small and at the bottom, it wasn't like autograt in kind of where the layout is of what you pay either. It said at the very, very bottom, by the way, there is an auto gratuity on this. And I was like, oh, you are purposely doing this. Like, I'm sure you've already thought about this, but if you haven't, it's going to make you even angrier. Mm-hmm. So the tip that you gave voluntarily yeah. was a tip, if you went percentage-wise, yeah. was a tip on, on the top. gratuity yes. that they added on their own. So not only... Oh, yeah. So that tip is then larger because... Yep. They've snuck in this auto tip. Like, to yeah. me, that is, how is that legal? I know. How are you allowed to do that? But they're getting away with it, obviously. And again, it's people like us where I just thought it was really expensive. To be honest, I was like, ah, oh, it's just we know that it's expensive if we want to hang out by this pool. Okay. So, you know, they probably just know that. And they're like, oh, well, again, people are here to spend money. So, I know it's not care. It's not what we do on this show, but I, oh, I so wish you could name the business that did this so that I will never give them my business ever again. Like, yeah. if I hear about a place doing that, I'm never going there again. You're mm-hmm. Robbing your customers. Yeah, that's there was a thread on Reddit not that long ago in the Calgary subreddit about business about restaurants in town that are doing this, and everyone was like, "Name and shame them, name the places that are doing this, so that everyone can know." I would never do that. What if it was an honest mistake? You know, if if it happens over and over and repeatedly, that's one thing. But if it's one server who maybe was really swamped and forgot to let it know, that's that's fair, right? And You're that's still your mistake. money, I guess. But yeah. So is everyone else at your table. But this this and one place in Vegas is the one that like it happened repeatedly. So wow. I was like, that is So they're crazy. doing it on purpose. Totally. Yeah. So I mean you're tipping <laughs> prices of everything are up. Yeah. You're tipping on that, so your tips are larger now. Mm-hmm. Plus you're tipping on an autograph. T- oh man. Yeah. I get fired up thinking about it as a cheap man. I'm so sorry. Oh. I didn't mean to fire you up by this, but I'm sorry. The BNS and twenty minutes or less podcast. I've said this before, the entire tipping system should have been gone a long time ago. There's a reason we're one of the only places in the world that still does things like this. It, and it's getting out of hand. Like the the pandemic, I feel, has just 
I don't know, made it, all bets are off now. Like, everybody has jumped their tipping percentages up and... You're talking about the preloaded ones that show up on the screen, right? It's not yeah. 10, 15, 20 anymore. It's nope. 15, 18, 25, 30. Yeah, like I was at a place the other day and it was, I, I think it was like Subway or one of the, cha like a chain that's, you're not even sitting down and being served. And I think it was 18, 20, 22. Wow. And I was just like... Tipping... Man... Some of them go up to 30%. Tipping 30% on prices that are inflated right now. Yeah, that's And with the tax built in. Yep. I mean, if you think back to when the NDP was in power and they raised minimum wage to $15 per hour, and I get it, inflation has taken a huge hit out of that as it is as it has everybody's wages. Yep. But that was supposed to... I kind of thought maybe this will be the end of tipping. If people are going to be making a bit more money as a base wage, maybe that'll go away. And it certainly didn't. In fact, it's gotten worse. Yep. And I've... I'm openly going to admit that I've kind of given up. I used to, you know, when there was places that would have tipping like options and you were, you were like, well, this place shouldn't have a tipping option. I used to avoid it. Like, I'll be like, no, no, no tip. And now I just give up. I'm like, I don't even forget it. I always go lowest tip option, no matter what it is. Could really? be like the coffee place that I just go pick up a coffee or subway or whatever. I honestly, I, it's almost like I've just submitted to it. I'm just like, I'm done even thinking or worrying about this. I'm here you go. And that's without even getting into why some jobs are tipped and some aren't. None yeah. of it makes any sense. It's so it's it's mind boggling that we still do things like this. Yeah. And you just hear about all this greasy stuff going on. Like a uh, friend of the show, Mitch, just sent us a screenshot from a conversation he had with a restaurant in town yeah. where the server uh, took his cash and brought back what she felt the change should be. And I guess she did that to everyone in their party. So oh. didn't even give him the opportunity to decide what her tip should be. She just took what she felt her service had been worth that night. And, and he, was it, did she, was there autograd or something on top of there that she? No, no. The bill was just, $38. He gave her 60 cash. She brought 10 back. So she decided that she was, her service was worth $12 that's that night insane. extra. It's kind of like you hear about this happening during Stampede at some of the big tents where you'll hand your card to a bartender they swipe it. They select the highest tip option yeah. and hand it. Like, where did this, where did this entitlement come from? I know. It's mind-boggling. It's yeah. It's just it's insane because it's yeah. It's so unregulated. It feels it's just like people are just doing whatever the heck they want now. Like it's. And I'll be honest with you. I was kind of already thinking this way before the pandemic, and like you said, things have gotten out of hand since the pandemic. I really don't go out that much anymore, Shauna. And this is a big part of it because it's just. It costs too much money. I know for years, servers have said, well, if you can't afford to tip, you can't afford to go out. I can't afford to go out anymore. Yeah. If McKenna and I go out for dinner and a couple drinks, it's easily $150. So I just stay home. You know, if my friends are going out for a night and they're going to go for dinner beforehand, I say, I'll meet you after. Yeah. Or, you know what, we won't come this time. We'll come next weekend when it's at somebody else's house instead of out. And I feel like in the long run, the businesses and their employees are going to lose. Unless people continue to pay these prices, I don't know. This is just the problem, right? Is that people do. And as much as it seems outrageous, you really can't blame a business. If people are willing to pay, then they're going to keep upping prices. That's just how it goes. That's right. There was that photo going around of the concession prices at uh, Rogers Place in Edmonton. Yep. For, and it, they're like 38 bucks for two drinks and two popcorn. Or like what we're going to talk about in our next segment here. And you're right. I mean, if people are paying it, yep. they're going to charge that. I know. So. You know who's not ripping you off, though, Shauna? Who? Shane Holmes. 
Can move in sooner to one of Shane Holmes. How was that for a? That was good for a segue. Super good. Move in sooner to one of Shane Holmes' quicker possession duplexes, starting from the 490s. These 1,624 square foot paired homes feature large bedrooms and next level soundproofing. For more info, visit shanehomes.com. Shane Holmes, the better way to build. V and S in 20 minutes or less. So I think this may have gotten lost in some of the other things the our new premier Danielle Smith has said since being sworn in a couple days ago, because uh, some of them were controversial. Mm-hmm. But she said that her government will be more rural, more of a rural focus. Because I didn't realize this, but Jason Kenney's cabinet, of the 26 cabinet positions, 17 of them were filled by ministers from Calgary. Oh, interesting. So mm-hmm. we had a disproportionate voice in the province's cabinet I mean, compared to the rest of the people here. Which, and well, during the pandemic, of course, there were a lot of people who were talking about mandates and how they didn't make sense in smaller towns and that kind of thing and yeah, that's a good a, point yeah there's been a demand for more rural representation well and daniel smith said that that doesn't represent the caucus the ucp caucus and she has a point there like the ucp is in power because of rural voters yeah like if you look at the map mm-hmm. the majority of their support comes from rural alberta that's true you know what i think what i think it's about time we we, we go all the way with this and have our first ever Full, full-blooded Terry yeah. in cabinet. You know, this province oh, is yeah. full of Terrys. Uh-huh. Where's their voice? It's true. These suits in government don't represent Terry. No. Even the ones from the rural ridings. You know, they're up-jumped. Where's Terry? Where's it's Terry's true. voice? I mean, is there even a Terrence, like a, an elevated Terry in, Good question. in caucus? We'll have to look deeper into that, but you're right. You know, you could even create a new position if you had to. They uh-huh. do this all the time, right? They create new cabinet positions. Yeah, new ministers. Yeah, minister mm-hmm. of getting it and digging it. Terry. Yeah. Terry from way up north or something. Oh, yeah. Even just like minister of trucks. The fact <laughs> that we don't have that in this province, <laughs> when you think about it, like... The honorable minister of trucks. Trucks, yep. And he comes up, that's how you have to say it. No, no, you said it wrong, sir. You're you're mispronouncing that. Truck. Minister of letting her friggin' rip, bud. Anything like this. Make up a a position. We'll all know what it means. Yes, we will. Put a Terry in there. And finally, representation matters, Shauna. It does. Give a voice to the Terrys in this province. BNS in 20 minutes or less. I don't know if you saw this yesterday, but all over social media, a bunch of friends were posting the prices of Blink-182 tickets. Uh, I didn't see the prices. Are they steep? Oh, yeah. So uh, it's all pre-sale stuff right now. The official on-sale date, I believe, is tomorrow. So a lot of people are trying to get in on pre-sales at this moment. Uh, But the pre-sale tickets, from what I saw, um, apparently a floor seat is $400 a piece. A ticket closer to the stage was listed at $700 a piece. That's steep. That is steep. Now... To be fair, I know when the regular on-sale tickets like happen, there should be some that are slightly more reasonably priced up in the upper bowls and that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, but those sell out so fast that you you probably can't get them, and they'll probably be you know put on resale sites right away. But that's crazy. That is insane. Like, yeah. Holy crap! I mean, if you think that like 15 years ago, even longer, maybe when the band was in their heyday. Yeah. Like when when we were younger. We wouldn't have been able to afford to go to that, right? Well, I guess this is the thing. Like, maybe they think now their fans are all like older and making more money and can pay for that. But the band is past their prime. Like, come on now. Yeah, it's a bit of a nostalgia tour for sure. <sighs> Man, like that is nuts. And I was looking and people were talking about all over, like different places and different cities and stuff. And that's what these 
these tickets were being listed at. It's $400 for a ticket to see Blink-182. That's crazy. I felt the the same way when uh, Rage Against the Machine announced their ticket prices, though. And it was like, wait, the anti-capitalist band is charging the most I've ever heard? Yes. For a ticket to their show? This doesn't make sense. Yeah, I actually bought a ticket and was like, why? Afterwards, why... Why did I spend that? It was two hundred something for a, a ticket to that show. Like that's steep. Yeah, that's yeah. an expensive night out. I mean, if it's a band that's really important to you, you know, people spend that on sports tickets all the time. That's people true. spend that if it's a, for on experiences like that. If it's a, if it's going to be, you know, that kind of like I have to see this show. This is going to be in my memories forever. Then, yeah, maybe it's worth it to you. But I mean, that excludes a lot of people who just simply. Could it not totally afford does. to go to that show, right? It's funny because a Facebook friend who works at the rec room actually suggested something that I thought was genius. A too poor for Blink show. And he was like, <laughs> what if we just brought in a bunch of Blink-22 tribute bands and we all just <laughs> hung out and partied together and listened to the other Blink-182 cover bands That's instead. a great idea for like 10 bucks. <laughs> Seriously. I was like, that's absolutely genius. And maybe that's what we should do more to not support these outrageous ticket prices. Instead... Throw our own parties that are a too poor for blank show. Cover bands. We eh? all join in. and It's not the real thing, but it was a lot cheaper. So I mean, really, they're past their prime, so it probably sounds pretty similar in terms of quality. The Wish version of Blink-182. <laughs> get that going? Yeah. <laughs> BNS in 20 minutes or less. Well, if you listen to X, I'm assuming that you are probably familiar with the song Chop Suey by System of a Down. You know? Wake up, wake up. Run, run, so yeah. I saw an interview with Serge Tanky and the lead singer recently, and he was talking about that song and what it's meant for his life outside of the band. And he said, People scare the shit out of me and they yell, Wake up behind me, like somewhere in wherever in public. Wait, I'm like, Dude, really? Like, wow. You know, I'm, I'm glad you're excited, but don't do that. You know, like, that's really funny. <laughs> Just see him out and you come Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Oh, God, man. That's good. That's going to be how he dies down the line. You know, he's going to be older. He's going to have a heart attack because somebody just yells, wake up, and he wasn't ready for it. An elderly surge tank. Yeah. Oh, man, that's killed funny. Killed by one of his fans. He seems like such a cool dude. He does. Um, but I was thinking, like, I think this can happen when someone becomes really well-known for one thing. Mm-hmm. I remember Dave Chappelle said that for years, people would run up to him and scream, I'm Rick James, bitch. And he was like, oh, yeah. All right. Like, okay, cool. I got it. Like, yeah. That'd be yeah. kind of annoying. Old, yeah, it quick. would get old. Mm-hmm. Um, I had this idea for a video that I think I'm, pr- I'm almost certain would go would go viral about, but I don't know if I want to be known for it. And it's about how to like fart quietly. Oh. You know? Mm-hmm. Either in the seated position by planting one cheek and spreading them, yeah. or shifting your weight, or like with the use of a hand in public. And I think if I did a demonstration video, this would get a ton of views. But do I, do I want that to be, to be like the biggest video that I ever put out? Probably not. Wow. I don't like. I'm just imagining part in public bl- guy. Yeah, imagine it like blew up. Mm. You had like news requests or something. You'd be like, yeah. no, n- no. Yeah, that would be. <laughs> I don't want to be the fart in public That's- guy. <laughs> Getting interviewed on the national news. And this is Beckler, the fart in public guy. How did you come up with that idea? BNS in 20 minutes or less. My wife McKenna told me yesterday that she has a surprise for me. Oh. A big one. Is it your birthday? No, no, your birthday's in January. It's not my birthday, but she won't tell me what it is. I guess I tried a few guesses and she said she won't say whether I'm right or not. Only that she thinks it's the biggest surprise she's ever had for me. Holy hell. And that that's saying something. She likes surprises. Mm-hmm. For my 30th birthday, she planned a big surprise party. 
And all my friends were there, including some from out of town, and she kept it all under wraps. I was surprised. That's pretty awesome. So she said it's bigger than that one. And I was like, what could, oh. What would be bigger than that? Do you, are, do you know about this? Nope. Has she talked to you about it? I, but now I want to... I want to ask. Yeah. Although I don't know if I could keep it under wraps if I did. <laughs> you might let it slip. But if it's the biggest surprise ever. It's like, what could it be? And like, what would the occasion be? We don't have an anniversary coming up. It's her 30th birthday right away. Uh-huh. But we, I don't think she would plan a big surprise for me for her birthday. Unless it's something for the two of you for her birthday. Oh, maybe. Oh, maybe that's what it is. She's planning her own like birthday trip or something because I told you my buddies are going to Vancouver this weekend and mm-hmm. they had invited me and I said ah you know I got some expenses this month I better not go yeah so I was like maybe she went and went ahead and booked the trip for me anyway oh so I asked about that and she said no you'll find out in a few weeks so it's not that it's not a trip this weekend I was like what is in a few weeks I mean I've got my fingers crossed for two chicks at the same time but I don't know I was gonna say gonna I mean like she, she already has new boobs for you so it's not that again <laughs> What about it's not that? What about a hot tub? I know you've been talking about a hot tub. I have been talking about a hot tub, but it's like this wouldn't be the time when you would install one, right? Mm. I guess you could. You can probably do it year round. Well, it's probably even but, cheaper to do it now. But yeah, good point. And I am cheap. I was just trying. To, I know. I was like, what is an expensive like? I was, I was like, what else is in a, in a few weeks? Halloween is in a few weeks. One yeah. weekend only is in a few weeks. I wonder if it's something related to that. But like. Bigger than the big birthday party she threw for me? Couldn't be bigger than that. Like a special experience or something during that weekend, maybe, uh, or something? Maybe. Yeah, maybe she's got something cool planned for when we're in Banff. Like a little... Just two chicks at the same time. I don't know. I just don't know. I mean, that's... So... Yeah. That's, <laughs> Could be two chicks at the same we'll, thing. I guess we'll find out. I'll let you know whenever this surprise Well, she didn't lands. invite me in on it, so... <laughs> You've been listening to the BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Paired homes that keep your neighbor's noise on their side. Want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have BNS and 20 Minutes or Less downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later.